Hello and welcome to the official Ideas for Us podcast. Join us on a journey to discover solutions to Earth's most pressing environmental issues by learning from experts and professionals advancing our sustainable future. On today's episode, Ideas for Us Executive Director Clayton Ferrara sits down with Christopher Regis of SunTech Lawn Care to discuss how a zero emission solar powered lawn care business works and how it fits into the sustainability puzzle by providing the cleanest alternative to landscape maintenance. You can email us at contact.ideasforus.org with your comments, feedback, and questions. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the links in the show notes. Support this podcast and our environmental action projects by donating or becoming a member at ideasforus.org slash memberships. Hope you enjoy the show. All right. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Clayton Lewis Ferrara. I'm the executive director of Ideas for Us, and welcome to another official Ideas podcast. We are very excited today um, to welcome uh, Christopher uh, Regis to to speak about his company and also about how um, solar and something like a landscaping service uh, can come together to not only create jobs in the community, um, but also to provide a completely renewable uh, powered way um, to to solve a a problem uh, of yard care. And I think now more than ever, we're seeing the need for small businesses to step up in that way. So Christopher, welcome. Uh, Thank you so much. And uh, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Clayton. It's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate you having me on your show. Of course, of course. So um, let's cut right to it. You know, I think um, I think it's certainly a cliche to say that we're coming, uh, hopefully, out of some unprecedented times right now. And what I think is so key to the economic recovery, to the emotional recovery, and making sure that uh, things like this don't persist in our country is the role that small business takes. So um, that's in a sustainable way, that's in a social way, that's as the economic machine that, that keeps our country together. Small businesses are really, are really everything when it comes down to it. So I'd love for you to just right away, tell us about your business and uh, tell us uh, a little bit about why sustainability matters to you. Clayton, so sustainability matters because... Um, Actually, let's stop that. You asked me two questions. I'm jumping to the second answer, right? So the first question was uh, the role of- your business. The time about business, got it. So, so SunTech is 100% powered by solar energy, right? And uh, all the tools that are traditionally gas powered, like you know the mower, the blower, the edgers and trimmers, all, all our equipment is powered by solar energy. Uh, they're electric and our vans are outfitted with a system that we created ourselves. It's a solar roof and we have a power wall and we have a system that transforms the solar energy into electricity and that powers all of our equipment. So, That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. And we never have to, you know, at the end of the day, charge the equipment because it generates enough solar energy and electricity to power all the equipment throughout the day. So, and um, second part of your question. Yes, the second part of my question was why does sustainability matter? Why, why put those two things together? 
right? When, when many people think of solar, it's just something that's on your house to save on electricity. Why combine that with a landscaping company? Got it. So a lot of people don't think lawn care is actually, you know, um, harming our environment and our health. But it is. If you look at the amount of pollution that the power, gas-powered equipment produces a year, it's mind-boggling. I mean, it, it, people don't realize because it's not something that's in our face. You know, it's not. It's they estimate that there's something like a hundred million gas-powered tools out there, and uh, you know the amount of pollution. It, it's it's incredible, right? Not only uh, the gases that you know are uh, created, but also during refuse, they estimate that 17 million gallons of fuel gets spilled in the environment. That's a lot of gasoline that's going to our environment. So it's not just the air pollution, but it's also, you know, the spills. And uh, so why create that? Because of that, because, you know, if we all do our part, we will leave a better planet for the future generations. I have three kids uh, that I want to make sure that I'm doing my part as a business you know, entrepreneur and a business person, I want to leave a better planet for them, you know, for everybody. I mean, you brought up so many fantastic points, but um, just, you know, bravo to you for, for making that connection, right? Um, it's, it's so important that I think people sometimes get stuck when they imagine what will happen in the world with sustainability, that they, that they think that it means all the existing companies out there that may not be super sustainable right now, will get shut down or have laws or regulations made against them and will go out of business. But really what the, the solution is, is that companies and services that exist out there just adopt sustainability practices into what they're already doing, right? And exactly. it leaves space for innovation, which is exactly what you're doing. So thank you for, for sharing that with us. Um, I'd love to know a little bit, just what do your customers think? How do people react to this? Is it something that, uh, you find yourself getting into a lot of conversations about. Uh, tell us about that. So they love it uh, more than ever. People are working from home because our equipment is 100% electric. It's way, way, way quieter than the gas-powered, <laughs> the ones we're used to, right? I mean, the loud. Oh. 7 a.m. On, <laughs> on a Saturday morning, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Your neighbor <laughs> next door, and uh, what is he thinking, man? It's Saturday. So... They love it. I mean, if you go to our website, you see the reviews. People are just like, glad it's quieter, uh, glad you're helping the environment. Um, so people love it, Clay. Love That's it. wonderful. I'm, I'm happy to hear that, that you know that feedback's happening. Um, people we find from whether it's projects that Ideas for Us is doing or uh, businesses uh, and, and companies that we work with, people are just thrilled to hear about the different kinds of innovations that they're making. And I wonder why don't companies talk about this more? Um, do you find that people are going to certainly ask what the sun means in there, but can you share a little bit about those kinds of conversations uh, you have with people? Solar must come up in the conversation. Right, so SunTech wasn't always SunTech, it was Green Power. Mm -hmm. And uh, we tried to trademark the name and we worked with an attorney, we couldn't get it. So we went into this exercise of finding the right name. So uh, we came up with so many different names. And, um, you know, it's amazing how many, how many names are already trademarked and there's so many companies out there. So uh, after over a month, we were searching, searching, searching. We finally 
it, we were getting desperate, right? Because we wanted we wanted the right name. So we just came up with Suntech and uh, we talked to the attorney. She said, yep, it's available for lawn care. So we came up with Suntech Zero Emission Lawn Care. And uh, uh, our vans are, you know, we, we make it very clear. It's, pow it's powered by solar. They see the solar uh, roof. We have a solar roof on our on our van, so we 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 they just see it. They, oh my God, you know it's solar, so they think it's it's very cool because you don't see that. You see for homes, but you don't see for mobile vehicles, right? Absolutely. Well, that's super cool. Uh, you know, and I I really like the name SunTech because one of my favorite things about solar is that um, you know it, it is uh, uh, on the technical side. Right. When you start learning about energy and you start learning about the science and the engineering behind a solar panel and a battery system and the inverters and all the cool things you can do with it. And now there's so many apps, right, to monitor these kinds of things, the production yeah. from a solar panel. It's almost gamification and, and hopefully it'll get there because it's, it's a cool part of it. And I think tech definitely has that association uh, with it, too. So that's very cool. Well, there's something that's happening too, Clay, right now. I mean, we've had other industries approach us and say, hey, can you get what you created and put it on my mobile business? For so sure. Else, I, I can't really get a lot, in, uh, give a lot of information about that because we work with a patent attorney. We, <laughs> we have multiple patents going on right now. But the idea is if we can generate enough power to have our vans produce enough power for lawn equipment, why not for any other mobile business, right? So of course. So there's some uh, other things happening right now. Well, that's very exciting. I'm happy to hear that because I'm sure a lot of our listeners may be entrepreneurs too. Maybe they have food trucks, right? Maybe they have another kind of business, right? That would greatly exactly. benefit from these kinds of things. So, um, exactly. you know, that's good to know that you're going to develop into a resource for, for the community. For those to be people. honest with you, we didn't think about it back then, right? We were thinking, sure. how can we impact lawn care? But then all of a sudden, it just said, well, my God, why not help other industries? Why not bring sustainability, you know, uh, to so many industries that, that you know, and, and our impact is greater, right? We were just thinking impacting lung care. How about impacting multiple industries, right? Bringing sustainability. So I'm very excited about that. Of course. I mean, I, I remember, um, you know, just to think of a natural disaster, maybe as, a, as an example, right? 2004 was my freshman year uh, at Rollins uh, in Winter Park uh, of college. And uh, we had a hurricane come and it hit quite badly. I remember I lost power in my college apartment for over 30 days wow. while they were repairing things. And all over the news, every single day, uh, lines of people waiting for trucks to arrive to buy whole pallets of generators. Wow. And how ubiquitous generators became of everyone wanting to have them and the fuel and the spill and the loud rumble of it, right? People had their uh, garage doors open with the generator in the driveway, right? Not in the garage, thankfully. And they'd be running uh, extension cords and things into the house to reach their fridge and freezer. And I always thought, my goodness, what, what amazing uh, technological leap it would be to just have solar on everything, Yeah. right? And we're not there yet, but I love the idea that you're looking at helping to replace generators for people that have uh, truck and van-based businesses because it's exactly. the same thing. Exactly, know? Clay. So this is, this is fairly new. 
obviously our focus is, is SunTech and is the lawn care industry. Um, but, you know, why not? If we can get our technology and help other industries go green and help, you know, let's do it. I'm all for it. All of for course. It. Tell me a little bit about the other services that SunTech offers, right? So like what, what kind of things can someone expect from your company if they're going to look at you as a potential, uh, you know, source for them to be a customer? Got it. So the vision is big. Um, obviously, we're providing local services, you know, um, mowing, edging, trimming, blowing, uh, blowing the clippings and things like that. Um, but the vision is to sell our franchise because we turn into a franchise worldwide. So instead of just impacting my local community, I thought, why can't we get our business model and sell it worldwide? You know, start in Central Florida and then Florida and then nearby states, U.S., world. My background is franchising. Uh, I deal with uh, investors from all over the world. And that's how um, when I was uh, introduced to, to Green Power at the time, I, I, I wanted to buy this business and I wanted to turn it into a franchise. So um, the vision is, is worldwide and it's a one-stop shop. We want to be able to not only provide the basic you know, lawn care services, but also organic fertilizing, right? Everything natural. We want to do organic pesticides. We don't want to use anything that's harmful, right? Um, we want to be able to do shrubs and sod and irrigation. I won't stop shop. So that's our vision. So we picked Lake Nona as our headquarters. Uh, when it comes to technology, Lake Nona is, is really leading the way with autonomous shuttles, uh, there's so much going on here. For so, sure. And uh, so the, the vision is to have headquarters here, uh, our headquarters here, and then grow from Lake Nona. Oh, I love the vision um, and super cool. One thing that I think uh, some of our listeners will benefit from, and especially you with some experience in this area, what is a franchise? And what's the difference between someone maybe who wants to be an entrepreneur or you know be their own boss, live the dream, right? why do a franchise uh, or rather why buy into one? So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that too. Thank you, Clay. So very good question. So typically either somebody, you know, starts a business on their own and then they figure things out, try or error, right? Many times they run out of money and they still haven't learned everything they needed to. So starting your own business, it can be, you know, expensive and frustrating. Um, when you buy somebody else's business, um, sometimes the business is built into the, the owner, right? The owner develop relationships with the clients. So when you buy somebody else's business, it can also be risky, right? The, the clients don't know you yet. So that could be some potential problems. So when I found out about franchising years ago, I fell in love with the concept, right? So picture a business in a box, everything you need, it's there, you know, how to market properly, how to hire properly, you know? How to, you know, do the accounting properly. Everything is there. They, they, there's an answer for you. You don't have to guess, right? There's always somebody there to say, okay, this is how you do it. You want to grow? This is how you market. This is where you market, right? So I fell in love with the franchise model to the point that I started a franchise brokerage firm and I started representing over 800 brands. Wow. So... I said, well, if I'm selling so many franchises, why can't I sell my own? And that's when, you know, I, I really believe, Clay, that when you decide to find something, 
and you start searching, you will find. If you search hard enough, long enough, you will find, right? Mm -hmm. And if you don't find, and grit. if you don't find, <laughs> grab a hammer, a sledgehammer, and just knock a wall down and make your way. I, I, I'm a believer in that. So mm -hmm. when I said I want to have my own franchise, um, you start seeing things you didn't see before, right? It, it, things that sometimes are right there in your face, right? And you just don't see it. So when I said I want to have my own franchise, I I saw Green Power, and uh, and and the rest is history, you know. And now we're selling what, uh, the model, the business model, how to market, how to service the clients. You know, um, we have a a very cool system, software system. So it's a it's a business in a box. That's fantastic. You know, th there's so much to be said about um, that journey, right? That is shared across uh, many, many, many different social and civic sectors in our community. So much of what uh, the sustainable transition is, right, is people going on uh, this extraordinary journey of learning things, understanding more about all of the different processes and vertical and horizontal levels in their community that contribute to sustainability issues, for instance. And it's similar for the journey in business. You yes. learn so much about the world and how it functions from starting your own business, starting your own organization. I mean, there are things that I've learned about local government, business, I mean, you, you name it, through ideas for us, right? Because yes. we uh, you know, wanted to create an organization that had a very specific focus that didn't exist. We wanted to help become a network of networks to advance sustainability through solutions and action. And we didn't see that. So we created something as a group of us together, right? To create the, the global environmental movement that we are today. And uh, I think that there's a lot to be said of some similarities there in your journey to turn this into a franchise that hopefully can come to communities uh, and you know that need it, right? Can create jobs for people, something that's yes. so important, yes. and care about the workers. Um, you know, th there's a lot of need for that in our community. So I'd love to hear a little bit about uh, what you think about some of the social health concerns that come from your trade of uh, you know being out there and doing landscaping work that can affect the workers and how that's being eased by going solar and electric. Well, so I'll tell you a little story. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's not a, it, it, it wasn't what I expected at the time, but it just shows you how, uh, you know, how big businesses, uh, what are they doing, you know, how they're, they're, they're conducting themselves. So uh, last year I went to a, a very large trade show in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, Lawn Care. And I met um, an organization that supposedly is, uh, you know, protects the health of uh, the Latino community working in lone care. Hmm. So they're, I'm not going to say where they're located, but they're in Florida. And uh, I was very excited. I said, listen, you need to hear about what I have, because if you really protect, you want to protect your workers' health, you need to support us and then we'll support you because, you know, no pollution, no chemicals, they're not breathing chemicals and things like that, the noise, you know. Uh, so she was happy, but then I said, and uh, I started talking about the, the gas-powered equipment, how that is, you know, uh, not healthy for, the, for, the, for them. And she kind of stopped me and said, listen, I, I can't do that because 
they get a lot of funding from the gas-powered manufacturers, you know, the companies that manufacture the, the gas-powered equipment. So they will stop the funding. Basically, I, the message I got was, oh, I can't support you because if I do, funding will stop. <laughs> so it, it's pretty sad, you know, because here's an organization that's supposed to be watching and protecting the health of our, you know, of the workers. But then, um, then because of funding, you know, the, the health is secondary, I guess, you know. So I'm very proud, you know, that my workers don't have to wear masks. They're not breathing the fumes. Uh, many of them could cause cancer. I mean, um, you know, the noise levels. So it's a much better working environment for, for my technicians, you know. I'm very proud of that. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I mean, let's talk about some of those health issues and just kind of zoom in on that a little bit. I mean, these are loud machines. People yes. need to wear earphones, right? Normally when it's powered by gas, right? Plus you've got the, the not just the spillage, right? Which you mentioned before of trying to fill this thing uh, all the time uh, with the small gas tank, but also the fact that you're breathing in the yes. exhaust from those. So talk a little bit about that. So... If you, you know, just right now on the news, everybody's talking about how the planet is so happy, right? 70% of airplane fleet uh, is grounded. So how the skies are clear, how the dolphins and the fish are coming out and animals are coming out and less cars on the road. So, you know, it, it's, it's the advantage is everywhere. It's good for our planet. It's good for our clients. It's good for our workers. Uh, the noise factor in, uh, like, for example, the blower is at least 50% quieter than a gas-powered equipment, a power version, right? 50% less. So, you know, it doesn't bother the people working from home, the pets, right? Pets go crazy when they hear all that equipment out there. So everybody wins, Clay. Everybody wins. You know, it's not just – we. a lot of people just talk about the air pollution. What about – you know, sound pollution or, you know, which the noise creates, right? Of course. So, I think I think everyone can relate to waking up on a Saturday or Sunday morning <laughs> to somebody, your next door neighbor or the person across the street, whatever it may be, right? Yes. That's the time that they uh, decide to, you know, uh, re-landscape their, their everything. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. that alone, but I love the fact that it shows how renewable energy can just be such an extraordinary solution, right? And you're still able to have a thriving company. You're probably saving money, I would imagine, long-term on the cost of fuel. A lot, a yeah. lot, Clay. I mean, yes, the initial investment is greater, but it pays back. Uh, my, just the more that we use for a residential franchise, it costs about thirteen to $15,000. Mm -hmm. Just a mower without the other equipment versus about $5,000 for a gas equivalent. Wow. But year one, I spend zero in fuel, zero in oil, and my maintenance is very reduced because it's like a Tesla. It doesn't have a lot of moving parts. Right. Lube it and sharpen the blade. Right. That's probably it, right? Yes. So minimal, yes. minimal uh, you know, um, maintenance needed. And that's a big deal, right? Because yes. a lot of these uh, machines, you know, they may be cheap, but it's kind of a, a throwaway mentality, right? Where, 
Once your weed whacker burns out, throw it away, get a new one, right? Exactly, and exactly. So the gas-powered mower, yes, it spends $5,000 to buy, so it's a lot less than my mower, but year one, it spends $15,000 in gas and oil and maintenance and all of that. So, you know, year two, year three, I'm still spending nothing on fuel and nothing on oil, and my maintenance is less. So it's amazing. I mean, so even if from that standpoint of, uh, you know, the business is, uh, is uh, you save a lot of money. Yeah. And it sounds like once it gets started, it's a much more secure business too, by a uh, stable, right? By not having to put in those kinds of fuel costs. Uh, for exactly. Sure. And having to depend on a fuel uh, infrastructure and things like that. It's, it's so funny when you say that, Clay, because one of the other things about franchising is I wanted to, if you look at, there's two markets, you have the commercial lawn care, and then you have residential lawn care. The commercial arena, it's a lot more sophisticated than the residential. You have some big players, you know, that are big accounts. When you go into the residential market, it's very fragmented. There's a lot of small companies uh, doing the jobs, right? There's, so commercial, there's few companies doing big jobs. Residential, you have a lot of small companies doing a little bit of jobs, right? So it's typically, you know, the owner is cutting grass and he has some help. So um, they're not really thinking as a business owner. They're more of like a, an operator, right? They operate in the business and they, you know, so that's, that's the reality of the residential market. So I wanted to bring technology into the residential market. I wanted to bring um, stability into the market, right? Uh, so one of the, 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 a lot of the problems that I've heard before is I can't, I don't know when my loan care guy is going to come. Uh, I, I don't know how to pay the, I pay them. I got to chase them. You know, the, some, some of them only take cash or check. So what we're doing is we have an app. It's almost ready. People can just pay online. They see the schedule. They can communicate with us, bring technology into the market, right? And, uh, and bring sustainability into the market. So my goal is to get, the fragmented companies out there to partner with us, right? To join forces with us. They, they know the, the job and they have the labor, but they don't have the tools. They don't have the technology to propel them into the future because look, the world is changing every day. Industries are changing, right? There's uh, like California has been noise and, and, and gas powered equipment that's coming. Boca Raton passed a, a noise uh, ban ordinance. There's a lot of coastal cities who are banning noise. So if, if the lawn care companies out there doing residential, they don't change, they're not going to be able to stay in this business for long. You know, and we want to help them stay in business. Yeah, I mean, it goes to show on your entrepreneurial journey, like we were talking about before, right? Look at all of the things you learn about the company and the the uh, ecology, for lack of a better term, that it has to operate within the other businesses, the rules, the law, the community, right? It, it creates opportunity yes. for sustainability to be that kind of solution. And when you understand the problems that that impact your, your profession, um, you know, you can create these solutions for them. And that sounds like what you're doing. Yeah. And, and look, efforts like you uh, with Lee and ideas and, and, you know, it's bringing a lot more awareness. So there are communities right now that if you don't have electric equipment, you don't even bid on the jobs. 
So it's very important, you know, if, if people want to get into this business or stay in this business, they have to change, Clay. And, 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 and I think after all of this that we're living through these times, it, this is just magnifying uh, or, or opening the eyes of many, many people, right? Of the necessity for us to take care of our air, the air quality is so important, right? Uh, our planet. And uh, so, you know, uh, we got to work together, work together. And I appreciate your support. I appreciate what you guys are doing, supporting businesses like SunTech. And, uh, you know, because we all win in the end, right? It's good for everybody. Well, thank you. We, we appreciate your support as well, of course. You're, you're a corporate social responsibility member of Ideas, and, and that money goes directly to our action projects and the kinds of uh, impact that we're able to make in the community. So thank you so much. Um, one thing that I, I do want to talk a little bit about is when you uh, had this idea and you wanted to um, you know, assure that people have access to this kind of electric equipment as a franchise uh, owner, um, are there a lot of choices to choose from? Is there a lot of electric lawn care equipment and landscaping equipment out there? Or is it just a few different companies to choose from? Because it sounds like if this is the transition that's going to happen and needs to happen across the country, it's a great niche to, to be uh, an inventor or an engineer making these kinds of equipments. Excellent question, Clay. So about five, six years ago, there's just one or two players, right? And uh, I, like I said, I went to this show last year and you see all the major players. None those two players are not like the big, big players. I'll mention some names like Husqvarna mm -hmm. or Steel, sure. very traditional companies. They have been slow into getting, uh, in getting to the game. Picture what happened to Tesla, right? Tesla came out, the big manufacturers, you know, they didn't really think uh, they were going to go far. And but now every big manufacturer are coming out with their versions, but, but they're five, six years behind Tesla. Absolutely. That's exactly what's going on with the lawn care industry right now. You have one, two players that have been in the market for five years, testing and, and, and improving the products. And, uh, but you know it's gonna go mainstream when the big guys are all in the game now, right? So it, it's exciting because the, the more companies uh, getting into the uh, elect, you know, electric uh, tools, the, the faster this movement is going to grow. So where are we as an industry right now? Right now, if you look at it, there's probably you know, 17,000 residential lawn care companies in the U.S. Maybe two, 300 are using electric equipment. Wow. Right? So it's nothing, number one. So, where, so how is this electric movement coming? starting with the homeowners uh, if you pay attention you start seeing that there's homeowners starting to you know pop up everywhere uh, why because they're offering you know electric equipment and Lowe's Home Depot so you start seeing homeowners using that mm. and then uh, you haven't really seen residential market using it or commercial because when you talk commercial clay some of these companies they have to spend hundred million dollars to replace their gas powered equipment that's sure. still working and yeah. still getting the job done so it's harder for the big guys to 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 change to transition because you know they're for a profit company and then they put on you know so competition will help push them you know the costs 
coming down. So it's exciting. I'm excited that we're we're so early in this industry, you know, and and and, and it's it's I'm very excited. Of course, I mean, and and there's so many different pieces to the puzzle, right? Uh, greater adoption of sustainable technology can come from many different sources. The noise ordinance that you mentioned, right? If more uh, cities begin adopting something like that, or uh, maybe localized air pollution standards for emissions, right? Uh, and, and if more cities were to adopt those kinds of things, now you're seeing uh, cities have to shift away from not just uh, lawn care equipment, right? But also buses, right? One yes. of the major uh, agendas that the city of Orlando is working on right now is the, the switcheroo of their diesel engine buses to all electric in the downtown wow. Orlando core, right? That's fantastic. And yeah, and this is important because from the buildings, uh, the air pollution, you know, kind of condenses down uh, and um, pedestrians, right? Everyone, I think, has experienced a, a rumbly, smelly bus go by oh. while you're standing oh, yeah. on a street corner, right? And not something you want to breathe in. So um, it's exciting to see these kinds of slow changes. Certainly, I think we're maybe uh, 20 years behind, right, of, of these things happening, yes. but we're headed in the right direction. And Correct. that's really important. Correct. Correct. I agree. I agree. Um, there's an organization in California who is really pushing this transition, expediting. So uh, if you have a gas-powered uh, mower, you can go into uh, one of their approved stores and you can buy an electric, you know, one third of the cost. Hmm. And this organization disposes properly of your gas powered uh, mowers and tools. So hmm. uh, we don't have that anywhere else in the country, but I really believe that it will catch on and, and uh, you know, more incentives, right? I, I spoke with uh, someone from, from uh, the Jacksonville Utilities. They have an incentive in Jacksonville. If you're a homeowner and you buy, you know, at Lowe's or, or you know, uh, Home Depot, uh, a, a, uh, an electric tool, they will give you a rebate on your electrical bill. Wow. So, so, so I, I, I approached them and said, listen, I love what you guys are doing. How about we do that with, with businesses, right? So it's, they're not there. You're right. We are 20 years behind, but we, we're gaining some traction right now. And I'm very happy about that. Of course incentives get people talking and thinking about these things. Uh, the advertising on the side of a van, right? That talks about electric powered landscaping, right? That gets people talking and thinking. And I really feel that the way that we get to uh, a transformation overhaul is to start it as a cultural conversation first. People need to uh, imagine and dream about these kinds of things. Talking about uh, this kind of transition is so key. And hopefully that's something that our, our listeners get out of this podcast is to think, well, gee, I've had this business idea. Maybe I can uh, you know, implement sustainability, renewable energy, and electric everything into it uh, and, and look at the cost savings I get long term and look at the good that I'm doing for uh, the environment and socially as well. Yeah, Clay, I, it, I think a, a big part of, uh, it's so important what you guys are doing, raising awareness, because look, once our eyes are open for anything, we can never go back to before, right? So the key yep. is how do we open people's eyes, right? Because nobody wakes up in the morning and thinks as, you know, as lawn care being, uh, you know, 
something that is detrimental for the health or the environment. You know, we're so busy with work and, and, and families and so many other things that, you know, but when we explain to people, say, listen, you would never let me park my truck, back up my truck in front of your door and turn on the exhaust, right? Turn on <laughs> the engine. But yet studies show that one mower produces more pollution than like 60, 80 cars. Sure. And, and every, yet every people day. People don't know it. Right? People don't know. But, but once we open people's eyes, people realize you can never go back. And then it's funny. I'm, I'm walking and, and I can smell the gas from uh, gas mowers when I'm walking. And I, I say, I tell to myself, he's going to change. Yep. He's going to change, you know, because it's, it's, it, my eyes have been open. And, 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 and I realize that it is doing damage, right? I mean, um, you know, so it's your awareness. What you guys are doing, creating awareness, is, it's so crucial. Uh, I just, you know, keep doing it. You know, I appreciate podcasts and, and the events. And, and so it's, that's the way. It's awareness. Well, thank you so much, Christopher. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, one of the most important things we can get across here is how can people get 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 a contact with you? How can they find out more about SunTech? Uh, how can they look to see if you provide services in their area? Great. So, um, website, uh, suntechloncare.com. If they're interested in the franchise, uh, we have a separate website for that, suntechfranchising.com. Um, phone number. We are, like I said, uh, we're launched here in Lake Nona, and the idea is to grow and service more communities. I get calls from everywhere, Clay. I have people, Winter Park, Windermere, Celebration, everywhere they, they're asking me to bring SunTech, and we will. It's just that, um, you know, we, we're, we're, we're so busy here right now. I mean, we're, I feel so fortunate. We're hiring. We're bringing more vans. That's so, wonderful. you know, I feel very fortunate that, that, you know, I can create jobs and help families, especially during these times, right? Mm -hmm. So, my website, um, and also in Lake Nona, another thing that we're doing, it's very cool for our first responders, and, and we're doing also free lawn care uh, for our first responders. I mean, uh, I think that, you know, yes, there's a lot of bad things that this COVID has created, but there's also good things, right? Um, I, I see people uh, willing to help more, concerned with their neighbors and friends. And so I think if, if we all uh, can learn something good from this is, is, is let's look beyond ourselves and, and what can we do for our neighbors and, and you know, our, our friends, right? I'm seeing a lot more uh, love in the air <laughs> for one another, you know, and that's awesome. That's awesome. Of course. These kinds of things bring bring people together for sure, yes. and um, that's very very kind of you to do that for first responders. Uh, so just thank you for that. I mean, it, it goes to show uh, how key our, our healthcare system is for our country, and there are so many people working so hard every single day, uh, you know, in response to this. So uh, big thanks to them, and uh, just thank you for your time. Uh, and, and, and everything and, and answering these questions. And uh, I, I really think that our listeners are going to get a lot out of this. And just last but not least, let me turn it over to you and, and please feel free to close out with whatever you like. Well, uh, it's a, uh, you know, I can't thank you enough for having me here. I really appreciate uh, if anybody's listening out there, you know, and you have ideas to, you know, like you said, go for, you know, you have dreams. Um, 
you know, there will be obstacles. I mean, when you have, when you have a business, you know, but, uh, you know, don't give up. Um, just uh, be resourceful. I think resourcefulness is everything, right? You don't need to know everything and nobody knows everything, but go get the answer and uh, support ideas for us, support, uh, you know, local uh, initiatives, uh, you know, and um, thank you. I really appreciate you guys having me here, Chris. Chris Castro, Lee, you know, Ernest, thank you guys. I, I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, we, we couldn't uh, be more appreciative of, of your support as well. So uh, just thanks again. Christopher, it's been great. Uh, more power to you, man. I hope everything goes uh, as fantastic as it can for you. It sounds like you're, you're really creating uh, the epitome of what the triple bottom line is, right? Economic, social, and environmental as a business owner. So the world needs more of people like you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Clay. Have a great day. Be safe out there, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the official Ideas for Us podcast. Learn more about our environmental action projects by visiting ideasforus.org and stay in the loop by subscribing to our monthly newsletter. Support this podcast and our environmental action projects by donating or becoming an individual or CSR member today at ideasforus.org memberships. This episode has been made possible by all our valued members. Together, we are advancing environmental action worldwide. Please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed it. In the meantime, stay tuned to hear what amazing guests we'll be featuring in future episodes. We'll see you next time on the official Ideas For Us podcast. <laughs>